hello and welcome to Australian Retirement Trust Super Insider podcast series. It's all about investments, the economy and strategies to make sure that you can maximize your hard-earned retirement savings. Now, my name is uh, Anne Fuchs. I'm Head of Advice and Guidance at Australian Retirement Trust and the team and I love providing help, guidance and advice to our members so they can make the best possible choices for them uh, so they can relax, put their feet up and enjoy their retirement at the end of their working life. Now, with me today is Patrick Dunlop, but before I introduce him, I will acknowledge that we're on Turrbal and Yagara country and I'd like to pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Now, Patrick's part of the Advice and guidance team, which is very cool. It's good to have you here. He's been with Australian Retirement Trust uh, for 13 years, was a Heritage Q Super person and spent so many years out on the road talking to members about all things superannuation, investments, retirement strategies. So you are absolutely so welcome to uh, Super Insider Club so we can get some knowledge out of your head because today we're talking retirement, transition to retirement. retirement. Indeed we are. And look, I know there's lots of members that are thinking about whether this is a strategy that could be good for them. So I'm excited to get into it. But before we do that, we have the good old general advice warning. General advice Yes, warning. yes, yes. Off you go. Before we jump in, I need to let everyone know that what we're going to talk about is general information only. Any advice doesn't take into account your personal situation. You should consider your circumstances and think about getting personal advice before acting on anything we discuss. You can also get a copy of our product disclosure statement from our website or by calling us on 13 11 84 if you have a super savings account or 1300 360 750 if you have a Q Super account. Beautiful, Patrick. And I have to say, you you, um, you mentioned you were a, uh, a radio. Radio back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So many lifetimes ago, back in Auckland in New Zealand on a station that played hits of the 70s, 80s and 90s and today. Sounds like my type of station. <laughs> yeah, I think it's most people's type of station, okay. if I'm honest, but I won't. I won't we won't. Anyway, no. it's certainly, it'll, um, it's great to have you on uh, Super Insider. Now, so many of our members uh, you know, get to a point, particularly members who are on their feet, um, who have physical jobs, yeah. get to this, you know, 60, late 50s, 60, and just are quite frankly exhausted and yes. are crawling to the finish line, where obviously other people, retirement's something they want to put off to never because they can sit and just work from their computer. So with that context, uh, are you able to explain are there, what are the rules around when you're allowed to retire? So once you reach something called your preservation age, which is a term I actually don't like, I, I kind of hate that. So preservation or access age, as I like to call it, uh, it's based on your date of birth. So depending on when you were born, that determines when you can access your super. Once you reach your own personal preservation age, you can start to draw upon your super if you retire. Uh, but something else you can do for those people who may be thinking they're crawling towards their retirement is something called transition to retirement, where you can continue working, but you can start to draw down some of your super. And a big reason behind this was just to allow people to continue to work to sort of put in their expertise into their field. So they still had that experience that their colleagues could draw upon but they were still earning an income. So these people might be able to potentially reduce their working hours, draw down some of their super, but maintain the same lifestyle. And that's really the main idea behind transition. Which is kind of great if you're having to just, if you want to surf more or look after an aging parent, whatever it might be. But let's maybe, there's some of the key 
ages. So in terms of eligibility for the age pension, Patrick, what would our, what do our listeners need to know there? Sure. So, for, so one thing I do want to make clear, because a lot of people I speak to do get this conflated, but age pension access age and super access age are completely different. So a lot of people don't realize that. So preservation age determines your super access eligibility, whereas the age pension requirements determine that. And for most people born after the 1st of January 57, their age pension access age would be 67. Whereas for most Australians, their super access age would actually be 60. So there's a bit of discrepancy there. And again, a lot of people don't realize that difference. And what about this transition to retirement strategy that we're talking about today? What's the age access there? Sure. So again, have to meet your own personal preservation age. So if you're born after the 1st of July, 1964, your preservation age would be 60. So once you hit 60, if you decide to continue to work, you don't need to do transition to retirement. It's just an option available to you. But once you reach that age, you could set one up. You could start to draw upon uh, some funds out of that account if you wish to maintain your lifestyle. Like I said before, maybe you've reduced your working hours, whatever it might be. Residents, so I'm taking, um, I'm still getting my take home pay with the less hours and then I'm getting an income. So do I move out of my, do I get a new super account set up? And so I'm taking income and that complements my my take-home pay. So basically while you're working, you have your money that's receiving uh, contribution from your employer and yourself potentially. So you'd have to move money out of that account into a a separate standalone transition to retirement account. And from there, that's where you receive those payments. And you can typically ask to be paid, you know, what sort of frequency you want. It's really up to you how you sort of structure it. But the main thing is a lot of people, I think, still assume that you can effectively take all of your funds out of super. That isn't the case. There is a limit what you can take, and it is capped at 10% of whatever balance you move into that account. But there's some, I think there's some real uh, um, ex- great things about transition to retirement um, tax and also still being in the uh, investment earnings. So maybe we should talk about those two components of um, why TCR is you know, great for members to consider. Sure. So especially if someone's preservation age was 60, uh, once you reach the age of 60, any lump sum withdrawal, any income stream payment from super is 100% tax-free. And I actually love telling my members, if you're over the age of 60 and your only source of income in retirement is from super, you never actually have to speak to the ATO. So a lot of people love that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, a lot of people love that. Yeah. Um, But if you're still working, you start drawing upon, if you're 60, that would be tax-free. So the best best aspect of that is you probably don't have to take as much out of your TTR account to sort of make up that shortfall of your income because you don't have to account for the tax. I think that's a really important point. So, and obviously that money then too, is it still being invested, isn't it? Of course, yes. So in relation to that, you've still got investment choice. It's, It's really up to you how you want that money to be invested. I've spoken to a lot of members who, while they were working, drawing, you know, building up their super, they went a bit more aggressive to try to grow it. But when they moved some money into their transition to retirement or TTR account, they sort of made it a bit more defensive. So you can absolutely do that. It doesn't have to be the same investment approach. It's it's really your choice, but you still do have investment choice, which is important to know. 
There are some other products that super funds offer where you don't have that kind of choice. So it's really important to understand TTR does offer that choice for you. And if you're thinking about the right investment choice, we do have a podcast with uh, Liz Kumaru, uh, who's from one of our investment professionals, which gives a real sort of deep dive into the different investment options. If you're sort of listening to what Patrick's talking about and thinking, okay, what would be the right thing for me? So how is it easy if you've you know got to the point you're working, you're winding down your hours. What is it about your personal situation then that makes you then think, all right, well, should I, TTR is no longer right. I need to just move into say income and income account or uh, that type of thing. Well, uh, you can have a TTR account up to the age of 65. But once you hit 65, again, a lot of people don't realize this, but you then have full access to your super. So even if you're still working, you've got 100% access, you can take all of it out. So once you hit 65, TTR doesn't apply. It's just a standard income account. But to answer that question, I'd actually have to pose that question back to the person. So I'd say, look, you know, if, if you're thinking about completely winding up, you know, what are you thinking of doing in your retirement? What is that going to look like? Uh, how much money do you require every year? So I ask these sorts of questions when I get asked about TTR, just to try to determine what steps would be right for the person I'm speaking to. And I think that's um, uh, spot on again, Patrick. Everyone's situation is different. Are they retiring with a mortgage? Are they not? Which is exactly. why advice co uh, comes in. I do worry though, a lot of members, um, I worry uh, and I see the great work our team does sort of talking to members about the risks of just pulling it all out and putting it in the bank. Yes. And um, or hiding it under the bed, even worse, uh, and the impact that has in terms of the quality of people's retirement. Absolutely. So I, again, when people come up to me and say, look, do I need a uh, TTR account? My first question is, do you need access to cash? If their answer is no, then it's probably not right for them. But if they say, look, I do because I'm reducing my hours, or yes, I do because I'm increasing my contributions in, which reduces my take-home pay, or I simply need to pay off my mortgage, I'd say to them, look, TTR could be right for you, but I always explain, just remember, you could be potentially robbing from your future self to pay your current self. Is that the right move for you? And that, of course, is where advice and guidance comes in. So if they do sort of get to that level, yes, I do need some access to cash, I'd say, look, get some level of advice just to make sure it is right for you. But I've had a lot of people who come up to me to say, look, I've been told I should do TTR. Um, should I do it? And as soon as I ask that question, do you need access to cash while you're working? As soon as they say no, it's not right. So I always ask that question because again, it really determines should they need that type of account or not. A lot of people are told that they need it, and they probably don't in the long run. The um, yeah, and I know members find this very daunting. There aren't high levels of financial literacy in Australia, and right. retirement is a very emotionally charged time. Um, and so, the, the, you know, just the pure emotions associated with the actual or perceived complexity of having to deal with super fund income. Um, a potentially Centrelink can be overwhelming. Um, are there, what are your reflections, Patrick, as someone who's spoken to members for 13 years about 
actually the well-being part for our members around um, that transitioning into retirement? What I find is the people who do want to do a TTR account, a lot of them just want to keep working. So for me, like I always ask a question at my seminars, you know, who loves working? I put my hand up because I've been doing this job for 12 years, 13 years, but 12 years in this role. And a lot of people just want to continue working. But what they realize is that by giving five days a week, they're really not going to last much longer. And that could actually impact the quality of their retirement as well. So um, so with this TTR approach, it just does allow them to ease off the gas towards the end of their working career so they can slowly ease into that retirement. And for a lot of people, that's the best way for them to, I guess, maintain their lifestyle. And we do see a lot of people who, you know, maybe pull the pin immediately. They often sort of feel uh, maybe a bit disillusioned with retirement, not quite sure it's right for them, even jump back into work. But by winding down those hours slowly over a period of time, drawing upon their super, it gives them a sort of try before you buy type of approach. So it's a, it's a really great approach if you're thinking of retirement, but you're not entirely sure, or as I keep saying, if you just need access to cash. I know many members uh, sort of get to, they get to their 60s and they are either embarrassed or scared to look at their balance because they then are regretful. I wish I, you know, I wish I'd done more earlier. I wish I'd paid more attention earlier. And I guess this is, it's kind of like, I always use the sunscreen analogy. Um, it's never too late to put on sunscreen. Yeah. It's never too late to get your skin checked. And equally to, you know, the choices about how you make your, uh, how you make your retirement income last. There's obviously take more investment risk, work longer, pass away earlier. No one wants to do, no. <laughs> to do that. So therefore, this is an opportunity to extend that's right. Extend that money, their contributions. So it's a, it's a nice kind of little. And, and the other thing too, if they do decide to stop working, obviously no more income from their employer, no more contributions from their employer. Whereas by doing that TTR approach, still getting some income from their employer and contributions as well. So it's sort of a two pronged approach. It really can help that super last the distance by simply still contributing to it for a few more years for them. Absolutely. Well, it's um, you. I know that you and the team are out um, in our regions. We have these um, on uh, uh, webinars on YouTube, and yeah, I guess yeah. What's your favourite thing about your job, Patrick? My favourite thing would be doing what we call our member directs, which are normally to about two to three hundred people. It's just because you actually see that instant reaction. So I always love to tell a story of two couples I've met in my time and uh, working for ART. And one couple I met retired with about one point three million dollars. They had this approach in terms of what they were going to do. They were going to travel the world. Uh, one of their cruises they were going to do was sixty-six thousand dollars each. They were going to do all these sorts of things. And then I compare that to another couple I met who retired with 300,000. They were going to buy a caravan, travel around Australia, very different approaches for retirement. Five years later, I saw both of those couples again. The couple with 300,000 still had most of their balance, but that couple with 1.3 million had spent every cent. So, wow. really, yeah. so it really comes back to firstly advice and guidance, but really figuring out what your lifestyle is going to be. So that's why I think a TTR approach can be really good for a lot of people because it simply means your super is going to potentially last a lot longer because you're still contributing to it and you're not drawing out of your super as much compared to someone who's fully retired. Thank you so much for all you do and bringing that knowledge and passion here today to Super Insider. It's been wonderful having you on the program. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And uh, look, you can find us on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, 
I just like saying Spotify because I pretend I'm famous for it. And hopefully my kids see me one day with with their hip hop and rap playlists. Uh, and uh, look, tell your family and friends about it. We really want Super Insider to be that accessible way for you to educate yourself about your most precious one of probably the biggest asset or second biggest asset you'll ever own. So thanks for joining us and we look forward to you joining us again soon.